Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello, all, and welcome to a Shall We Read a Poem. I'm Russ. I'm Lauren. I am mocking you. I have my intro, but your intro is still like kind of week to week. It, it just depends I, on what the mood is. It's reactionary. <laughs> here's my here's my Lagunitas IPA because it's Friday. I am drinking whiskey and Trader Joe's jalapeno limeade. <laughs> I call it the yuppie. <laughs> there may be screaming kittens in the background. I don't think the microphone's going to pick it up, but these ones like to yell a lot. Oh, that's good. You know, once all this Shell Silverstein nonsense is exhausted, we're just going to become a cocktail naming podcast. <laughs> we'll come up with something fun, I'm sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's Bailey's Milk and Jim Beam. I call it the flaccid asshole. I feel like you probably called some other cocktail the flaccid asshole before. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, how's it going? Uh, I'm pretty tired. Uh I had to drive today, and I don't like driving. In a subawu. The, I like to call it a scuba woo. Why is it a scuba woo? I don't know, because scuba is one day something I'd like to do. But you can't drive it into the water. No, it's not an amphibious vehicle. It's true. But I wish. I wish. You could go snuba. I've never done snuba. I've done snorkeling, but not snuba. Are you aware of this touristy phenomenon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, nobody really does it anymore. I've done though. it. You have. Okay, well, yeah. what is it like then? Uh, it's like snorkeling, except you can breathe underwater like a mm. god. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Also, you don't have to be certified because for the listeners out there, scuba is the self-contained breathing apparatus, underwater breathing apparatus. And so you wear the tank on your back, and then you have to get your buoyancy right and wear weights around your friggin' waist. I don't know. I've never done it. Sounds like a good way to drown. How far um, down can you go for snuba? As long as the hose will let you. Because, right. for, because for snuba, I can't remember the exact acronym, but it's like surface-to-nose underwater breathing apparatus or, or some bullshit like that but anyway you have your regulator comes down that the tank is big and it floats on the surface and the hose sneak snakes down under the water and you breathe like aquaman how far can you go i didn't go particularly far it was like 25 feet okay well if there's enough around i guess you don't have to go far i hate Snorkeling, I hate snuba-ing, I hate scuba-ing, and I'm I sure love I've ever done it. I love snorkeling. I'm not that into swimming unless I'm chasing fish, and then I'm very into it. I like staying on the boat where man was intended to be. I like chasing fish. Very colorful, especially you know colorful people fish. people drown on a boat? Zero. I, I'm pretty sure that's inaccurate. I'm pretty sure no, people no, no, drown they, on a boat. No, they drown when the boat goes under the water. Oh, no. I'm sure people have drowned on a boat, whether because they have a boat with a swimming pool on it or because they're some dumbass who, like, fell into a bucket. Whose joke was that where it was, if you drowned on on a cruise ship swimming pool, that's the funniest thing that could ever happen? You've seen the brochures for cruises, and it's yeah. like, here's this massive ship but compared to the ocean it's nothing it's a dot it's a dot in the middle of nothing and 
miles of endless water. And here's this tiny little cruise ship. And then on top of that tiny little cruise ship is an even tinier swimming pool. And if you drown in that pool, that is spitting in the face of God. That is hilarious. I'm sure people have, though. It's not the funniest thing that could ever happen because I'm really sure it has happened. Yeah, people have drowned in uh, cruise ship swimming pools. In 2019, an Air Force major who was a pharmacist for the Air Force drowned in a Caribbean princess cruise ship pool. He was 37 years old. That's what you get for being in the Air Force and not the Navy, you peon. (laughs) You know they have boats in the Air Force and they have planes in the Navy? Well, apparently they don't teach them how to swim. As Colonel Drowns a lot would have us know. Colonel Drowns a lot. I think you only drown once, don't you? No, you drown a lot of times. You only die once, but it's like you okay. can drown and then be revived. But isn't part of drowning dying, the death part? Well, I mean, uh, I, what is the most times a person's been resuscitated? Well, I and guess, also, I guess it comes down to... Ta- you have to drown before it becomes a lot. It's like if you drown twice, that's a lot. That's, <laughs> that's a lot true. of drowning. That is a lot of drowning. Even drowning once is a lot. For me, in my in my preferences, I would prefer. Let's not ask to. Colonel Drowns a lot. Colonel Drowns a lot. Oh, he's got nothing to say. He's fucking dead. <laughs> well, Russ, what are he you reading today? What are you reading today? <laughs> it's your turn. I prepared jack shit. No, oh, that was great. <laughs> Just pissing on the dead. He never did anything to me. He didn't do anything to deserve that. Notice I my didn't thought- say his name. What's his name? I don't know. I've exited that tab. Billy Waters? No. No, no, no. It was nothing so English. Well, I am reading The Toad and the Kangaroo. All right. Said the toad to the kangaroo, I can hop and so can you. So if we marry, we'll have a child who can jump a mountain or hop a mile. And we can call it a toadaroo, said the hopeful toad to the kangaroo. Said the kangaroo, my dear, what a perfectly lovely idea. I would most gladly marry you. But as for having a toadaroo, I'd rather we call it a kangaroo, said the kangaroo to the frowning toad. So they argued, but couldn't agree on Rangatoo or Kangaree. And finally, the toad said, I don't give a dang if it's Rootacode or Toadacang. I really don't feel like marrying you. Fine with me, said the kangaroo. And the toad had no more to say. And the kangaroo just hopped away. And they never married or had a child that could... Jump a mountain or hop a mile. What a loss. What a shame. Just because they couldn't agree on a name. And there is an illustration. It's a toad talking to a kangaroo. The kangaroo has flowers in its pouch. I don't call, I don't like calling it a pouch. It's not a pouch. It's a big sack of mucus that happens to live on its gut. Anyway, it's pulling flowers out of its mucus sack. <laughs> You ever seen those like videos of the baby kangaroos crawling up to yes. the mucus sack? That yes. is some godless bullshit. If yes. you still believe in God and you have seen a baby kangaroo falling into a mucus sack, you can suck the fattest part of my ass. Yeah, it's it's pr- your ass is not very fat. It is not. 
Find the fattest part. Your first mission is to find the fattest part. <laughs> so why did you pick this poem, Russ? Well, I was... <laughs> I the, the question surrounding this is, have you ever gone scorched earth on someone over a comparatively minor problem? I don't... I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm pretty... I pick my battles carefully. I don't pick my battles carefully. And particularly if it's someone I'm never going to see again. And Oh, that's different. Yeah, I I have I will no I I'm going. happy to burn a burn a, a bridge that's never going to get built. My my latest experience with this was me being the genius that I am. I started a new job this week, mm. and good golly gosh, I just thought the best time to import a car into the province would be the same week I was starting a new job. Ain't that just the peaches? Man, Russ, you have a good thinky brain up in there. Importing well, from where? Toronto. Okay. So a few provinces that way. That's sort of and, like a transport more than an import. You're not really importing. Well, you you would think. Okay. However, British Columbia loves its bureaucracy, and oh unless yeah, it you sure can, does. You can unless you can prove that the original purchaser paid provincial tax and sales tax when they bought that car. You are now responsible for the Kelly Blue Book value of that car in your new province, and you have to pay this before you get insurance. Mm. Okay. So I had to ship this car, right? And I start shipping this car, and it has a date that it's supposed to arrive on. And then I get an email that says it's going to turn up one day early. I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. What a fine service I have signed up for. <laughs> then Lies. they say, oh, wait, the driver has been waylaid in a way station. We don't know how long he's going to be there, and also we've lost contact with him. We haven't heard from him. We don't know how long he'll be there. We don't even know if he's actually at a way station. We'll just we'll just let this happen. So the car apparently stayed there for three days. There is no way station in the world that takes three days to get through. That is absolute horseshit. What if you're hauling hearts? What if you're hauling food? That is bullshit. And so I'm calling every day trying to find out the status of where this car is. And I'm getting the runaround. Do you mean like a W E I G H station or a W A Y? Okay. W E I G H as for trucks that weigh a lot. Okay. So it's not like a way station is you're our way laid at a way station being the place you like stop at. Yeah. Okay. And so eventually I write them a novel of an email. And I go full conspiracy mode. I'm like, you have stolen my car. You have stolen my money. You are a fraudulent organization. All of this is horseshit. You can't give me a time that my car is going to be here. You can't even give me a day that my car is going to be here. If I don't have my car by noon tomorrow, I uh, will be contacting the RCMP of this province. I'll be contacting the RCMP where your company is located. And I, 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 I scorched earth. I go mm-hmm. I go as bad as I can with them. I get a call at 10 o'clock at night from their fleet manager. And he is screaming at me. And so I give the energy right back. 
That guy has a lot of nerve. Lo and behold, what turns up at 10 o'clock the next morning? That would be <laughs> the car. Somebody calls, a person providing a service for you called you at 10 p.m. screaming at you. I am so glad they did because I love mashing energy like that. <laughs> it's like, I'll <laughs> give it right back to you. And so I watched the video. You saw the videos, particularly right after like all the lockdowns lifted where people mm-hmm. were you know, just losing their shit at airlines and things like that. Don't physically harm people. Like, don't use racial slurs. Don't punch anybody. But I understand. I uh, sort of, I played for a few minutes last night a video game that's, you know, mostly text-based. It's a dystopian future that you are in lockdown for months at a time (laughs) due to, like, intense electrical or rain or some kind of uh terrible weather system storms and so you decide you need to find somebody to shack up with real fast and you go on a dating site and most people these days are half human half melon this is amazing yeah why are they half melon are people fucking the watermelons uh no it is it's just something like they survive better in this particular habitat have they been reading my dream journal it's a it's some sort of genetic engineering thing. But anyway, so you're on a date with this melon. <laughs> half half human half melon. What what's and the melon's name? I forget the full name, but they're like you can call me Mel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me look up the the full name of this. This melon dating sim. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Superstorm Melon Date. That's the name of the Superstorm Melon Date. Is this, so it, that's not the description. That's the name of the game. Yes, but it's also the it's description. It's a plot summary and the name. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Amazing title. Yeah. Superstorm Melon Date. <laughs> is this for Switch? Uh, it's on Steam. Oh, fuck me. That's amazing. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, no, that's all I wanted to say. I didn't play for very long because <laughs> I didn't play for very long, not because it isn't good. It does seem like it's it would be pretty good. You know, I don't I actually don't think I've played a dating simulator before, but it seems fun. It gets you can make the conversation really horny if you want. It gets very strange because it's a melon. But I didn't play it for very long because I was like, uh, I want to play Zelda. Because <laughs> you, you <laughs> sent me. You sent me Tears of the Kingdom, and I was like, I don't want to play it until June, and then you sent it to me, and now I'm like, yes, I will play this. Although, (laughs) I do have to say, remember I was like, oh, I didn't get into video games until the Switch because it was too complicated for me? And now you are neck deep. No. No. Well, I I mean, yes, but also, like, no, like, Tears of the Kingdom is too complicated for me. It is very... You have to, like... I don't get it. It's the sort of thing where you have to, like, it's exactly the sort of thing, the reason I didn't get into video games, because, like, it was always, like, you have to, like, press all these buttons at the same time, and one of them's on the other side of the controller, and then you have to, like, and this is exactly what Tears of the Kingdom is. You have to, like, ugh, you have to do all these weird, like, position your hands in these awkward th- awkward ways in order to hit the buttons in the right way. Whatever. It's just, it's just muscle memory. You'll get it. <sighs> but that's why I... Spent most of my life not playing games because I didn't play them as a kid. And by the time I was interested in games, it was all very complex. And now it's complex again. 
No, but here's the thing. It's always been complex. We just have more buttons. And you have the same amount of fingers. So it's like the, you're never going to change the control scheme. And it's like, even if I've been playing video games my whole life, every single new game, it doesn't come naturally. Like, you have to learn the new schema. And, I found like, Tears of the Kingdom easier than this. Not Tears of the Kingdom. Sorry. I found Breath of the Wild easier because I didn't have to, like, there's this one thing where you have to, like, oh, you have to do weird stuff with the right hand, and it's like scrunch up your hand to hit the right button and also on the left it's real weird and soon you'll be doing it in your sleep i don't know about that in my sleep last night there was like an owl that was hurt and i had to rescue it <laughs> do you ever it have was like a, a screech fo- owl <laughs> what and our screech owl is big or small tiny it was oh, fun- okay. it was weird because it was there was this weird thing where i was like from far away i'm like oh that's a large oh it's a screech owl it's very tiny but from far away, it looked large, which so doesn't they make, make any up sense. For their... No, it just—it was dream logic. It doesn't make any sense. A screech owl always looks tiny. It's real tiny. No, but I mean, they make up for their size with their name. They don't even screech, really. Oh, well, then why are they called screech owls? I don't know. So the so the western <laughs> screech owl just makes a sound that's like whoop 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 whoop, and then the eastern screech owl makes a higher pitch sound that it, from a certain distance can sound like a screech. Okay, these are the owls that when I think of an owl, this is the image that enters my head. Tiny little ball? Well, those eyes. They have very piercing eyes. Yeah. It's a ball of owl. They're little so ball of owl. Cute. Look yeah. at the little fuckers. But the owls that actually screech are the barn owls. Those things screech. Oh. Huh. Now I'm learning about these owls. Oh, look at his eyes. They're so big. <laughs> Did you look up a barn owl? No, no, I looked up screech owls. Oh, they're really cute. They look ornery, but like they couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> it's certainly the way they looked. There was to be a Tumblr that was called Hungover Owls. It was excellent. <laughs> it was just owls looking hungover, which they pretty much always do. It's like pigeons. They just walk out of your way and give you a dirty look. I, I, I picture these owls doing that. Same. They're powerless to do much else. But uh, Yeah, and owls aren't very afraid of humans in general, so they kind of just like looking at you kind of judgmentally it looks like but i think they're just kind of like they don't care that much but also they're a little curious especially the young owls they will definitely be like what what are you who's that guy on tiktok that like deals with the burrowing owls i don't know but i love burrowing owls they live in holes right do they make the holes or they find you're from texas i i I don't know shit about owls I, don't, I, I know nothing about owls. They fly I, silently, which is kind of miraculous. I but. believe they find the holes, but I okay. don't know that for sure. I'll have to see this video. There's this con- it's, it's been around for ages, but there's this conservationist on TikTok, and I don't know why he has the owls, but when, when the video opens, he always has a bucket of owls, <gasps> like it, it, the, and they're all very small. And they're yeah, all they're probably babies. Like, and they're all looking at him like this. <laughs> Russ is... Bringing his chin back into his head and staring bug-eyed at me, like they all have that expression. And then he lifts them out of the bucket one by one, and they do not resist. Like they don't seem to be. Yeah, it sounds like a baby burrowing owl. Those things are just like what, why? And so he picks them up and puts them in front of their hole, and then they sort of scamper in. And he does this owl by owl. Yeah, they cutest goddamn thing. They they take the babies and they like check them out and weigh them, and then they put them back in their holes. How do you get them out? I think you just reach in. That's terrifying. I think you wait what for if the parents to. There's a snake to... in there. I guess the owl would the, eat it. The, well, I mean, there. I mean, the the snake might eat the baby. 
Mm. But the owl, they wait until the parent owls aren't there, and then they uh, they take the baby owl and they check it out, see that it's healthy. They record their data, and then they put the owl back. <laughs> and what good does this do? I don't know, but owls are cool, and who wouldn't want to study them? Who wouldn't want to study burrowing owls? They're so neat. They're gonna persist, fucking in spite of you. I uh, I definitely uh, it was in Florida a few years ago when back when my dad was alive. We drove. Uh, from Naples to Cape Coral, which is not very far, but we went up there just to see the burrowing owls, and I'm glad I got to show my dad some burrowing owls. He had never seen them, even though I've never seen. Them. I'd love to see one. They look cute. Hey, you're from Texas. I don't know why you didn't see one. Mm-mm. I have I, in in my entire life in the wild. I've probably seen two owls in like captivity and at raptor shows. I've seen a bunch, but mm. you know that those don't count. Right. I mean, they're um, there. No, in the wild, probably too. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what to look for. I don't know. Usually, you hear like, them, and then you're like, "Oh, that's an owl," and then you start looking for it. Well, here's here's how stupid I am. I don't know. I know that an owl sounds like who, but I also know that not all owls sound like that. But so, a lot of them do. A lot so of the, the like, most common ones do. I've heard a sound the entire time I've lived here. It might be an owl or it might be an autistic person. I don't know. Like you maybe... can there's this app called Merlin which you can use. You use Merlin to identify birds, um but you can also have it record sound and it will uh, it will identify the sounds of, of birds for you. You just kind of hold mm. it up and you let it and it'll be like, "Oh, this bird's a this." And I'm pretty sure it's a this. I don't think my phone's microphone is that good. It doesn't have to be. Mine's not that great. It's pre- It's a pretty good program. Well, this poem is somewhat similar to uh, The Bagpipe Didn't Say No, in which <laughs> where you have two very improbable subjects. Well, one's trying to romance the other, and the other one is uh, an inanimate object. So Yeah, but, but nobody gets fucked in this poem. <laughs> I don't know if anybody gets... Well, I don't know if anything gets fucked in the bagpipe didn't say no. <laughs> Scotland forever. Uh, there's also also in Where the Sidewalk Ends, there was that poem about the lizard where they're arguing over what to call the lizard. And then they're like, oops, never mind. It's dead. <laughs> well, do you have any uplifting thoughts to leave us I with? I mean, our, our, we weren't very miserable this time. Uh,